0: On this episode, we'll continue our in depth examination of our partnership with Phrase Health and how this will help your organizations drill down to find where clinical variation is coming from. I'm your host, Dr. Tom Villanueva, Principal for Operations and Quality of Vision and Practicing Internist. I welcome back Mike Zidlock, COO of Phrase Health. Mike, glad to have you back. Hey, great to be back, Dr. Tom. So, part of the Vision strategy is to further link cost, quality, and market performance. Mm-hmm. So, how does the partnership of Vision and Phrase Health help us reduce clinical variation? One of the really
1: exciting things about this CDB in particular is it provides the most high-level insights around performance for the health systems and members of Vizient. Ultimately, where we end up really linking to some of that exciting work that Vizient does is by taking it to another level down of granularity, where you as a health system understand some of the greatest challenges that might be facing your quality improvement teams or overall market performance, but really are lacking some of the individual tools to be able to address what's really going on on the ground. So Phrase Health is ultimately providing some of that granularity that links those really highest level operational outcomes that these health
0: systems are really trying to move towards. I get that, but especially with the talent shortage Mm. that many organizations are going now and they're struggling to find talent, especially in the clinical and technical realm, if you will, what resources does it take for organizations you've seen to actually do this work?
1: We've seen this too. We've seen this too, Dr. Tom. It's a really astute observation that we've heard from our health system partners as well we've really tried to think about the phrase health tool to be something for all health systems. And that spans all the way from some of our clients of being 100 plus bed pediatric health systems mm-hmm. all the way to multiple thousand bed quaternary care academic medical centers. The idea behind that wide spectrum of health systems that we're providing to is that we've seen time and time again that the barrier to doing a lot of this clinical variation work is oftentimes the resources to be able to analyze this data are lacking. And we have really tried to fill that gap as much as possible, where we're really well-positioned to be a user-friendly tool that lets quality improvement teams, analysts, et cetera, all be able to pitch in on improvement projects where otherwise they might've been excluded because of the high bar of the resources it takes to dedicate those sorts of people to be able to analyze this information. And the high bar it takes for analytics teams to develop the right cohorts in place to assess performance of clinical variation and ultimately develop the right outcome measures to ensure those are ultimately moving the needle. And honestly, we practice what we preach. I won't say this is going to be everyone's case, but even our most recent implementation took only an hour to ultimately get installed by an application analyst. So it's really something we've tried to hone time and time again to really make sure that everyone can do this sort of work.
0: That's impressive, though. So you're making an actual effort to reduce that burden that goes on mm-hmm. and simplify what frankly seems to be a process when you kind of decrease clinical variation. It's kind of like boiling the ocean, right?
1: Right. I think that's where some people ultimately struggle and spin their wheels when we chat with them, especially when they get the data and they have phrase held up for the very first few days. They oftentimes within a few minutes, in fact, again, this recent client said a matter of hours before we were really driving significant value for them (laughs) and things that they had no idea were problems. (laughs) It goes back to this point I'd made in the first episode that quality improvement is often, unfortunately, something that's thought of when that project is a hot button topic. But when these sorts of interventions regress, when build in the EHR changes, nobody's looking to see if things changed and ultimately morphed into something that nobody had any idea it would do.
0: So is the CDB required to use Phrase Health or to have and come up with solutions?
1: The CDB isn't required, Tom, but it just complements it so well based on the feedback we've heard from a lot of our shared members. Without the use of the CDB, you don't get that virtuous cycle of really understanding at the highest level well, how is my organization performing in certain service lines and across certain DRGs? And then being able to tie it down to the granular analytics that Phrase Health is able to provide. And then after doing some improvement cycles with these sorts of tools of alerts and order sets and documentation templates, for example, that Phrase Health helps monitor to be able to track that back into the CDB. So it's, it's certainly helpful to have that CDB component as well, but not necessary. So explain a little bit more about the technology. What are the capabilities of health? We provide an analytics platform for electronic health record configuration. We ultimately are really providing insights into the physician ordering practices and general workflows of health systems in a way that complements these interests in the overarching measures that health systems are trying to improve on a day-to-day basis, like cost and patient outcomes.
0: So let's go down to examples then, Mike. Can you speak to how it looks like when a health system does this well?
1: Tom, do we have 15 hours? I get paid by the hour, buddy. It's yeah. <laughs> I mentioned before, I love the work that I get to do with a lot of our health system partners because I get to see ultimately the wins and the brightness of their eyes when things start going well. I'll limit my 100,000 case studies maybe to just a couple to, to see if we can hone on the most interesting parts. In the past episode, Mark had mentioned one health system that we've been working with has had a task force around sepsis. So Phrase Health has been an integral part in that journey of them managing their sepsis pathway. About three or four years ago, they had used Phrase Health in order to drive order set compliance and ultimately timely ordering of antibiotics for their septic patients in the NICU. More recently, they've used analytics around alert performance to understand not only how their ED of their main hospital is performing around septic pathway workflows, but they also just went live in a completely new hospital. And being able to understand the effectiveness of those alerts in the context of all of these new workflows has been really impactful for this team to be able to understand at a more granular level, hey, maybe these workflows are totally different in this new hospital just based on the structure of the building or the new people involved who need to be trained. So particularly helpful there. Another example that I heard recently is more on the ambulatory side, and that's been a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. We were working with a community center of about 90 clinics. It's in an underserved, underinsured part of Washington state. When you talk about resource constraints, this is really the predominant one. And they had a medical director who identified they needed to improve ordering across care gaps like smoking cessation and mammogram ordering and outpatient referrals to GI, et cetera. And when they noticed that they didn't have an order set really fulfilling that need, he ended up training some of his colleagues that this order set existed. And after implementation, within about 90 days, they increased orders on a per patient basis around 70% across all of those care gaps of interest. That includes hemoglobin A1C orders up 70%. It was really incredible the work that this medical director was able to do with his time constraints and consideration. And so to hear his excitement when he saw some of the improvements really just makes the experience for me personally.
0: So Mike, if I'm hearing this right, the opportunity to use phrase health is not only in the inpatient world, but also in the outpatient and ambulatory realm.
1: That's exactly right. We've got case studies all along that spectrum and each one is different and nuanced to the sorts of needs that those groups have in particular
0: man, I can just go over the possibilities for the next few hours myself. (laughs) So what about the value Vizient drives through this partnership? Any examples there?
1: Yeah, we've already heard some exciting examples from members who've been interested in making those links from Phrase Health all the way to the CDB. And we're continually excited of exploring with them the best ways to integrate from perspective of doing those data linkages ourselves and even offering some of the resources and time to really be able to sit shoulder to shoulder to help those health system members in particular. That is just fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's been an exciting partnership Great job, Mike. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. I want to thank Mike for joining us. And if you'd like to contact him, we've put his email address in the resource section of our podcast page. On the next episode, we'll talk to Dr. Mark Tobias to continue our discussion. And if you have any additional questions pertaining to modern practice or simply want to send us your comments, please contact me in our email at modernpracticepodcast.com. We've posted a link in our resource section as well. And please join us for other modern practice podcasts. Subscribe today, like us, or send us your comments. I'm Dr. Tom Villanueva. Thank you so much for listening.